Oh, Pierce, where have you been? How come you haven't tweeted all weekend? Hey, look. All right. This may come to surprise to you. Okay. But look, I was in a wedding. So I was a little bit busy this weekend. All right. Don't mind me. I'm out here having friends. Some of you probably doubt that for probably good reason because I watch a lot of sports and I tweet a lot of nonsense and I, I genuinely don't do much other than watch sports and work. But look, I was a groomsman. Get off me, okay? I have friends. I have like four. So you know what? That's what I was doing this weekend. So I wasn't tweeting about the Edmonton Oilers, all right? Happy Memorial Day. Let's get to the podcast. <laughs> oh, that was funny in my. It was funny in my brain because I'm like imagining somebody being like, "I wonder why Pierce isn't tweeting about the state of Canada tonight." And that's like somewhere in my brain. There's somebody that's just like, "I wonder why Pierce isn't tweeting about how happy he is that Edmonton's onto the Western Conference Finals." Uh, but yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, Happy Memorial Day! Uh, thank you for everybody who has ever served, uh, because freedom isn't free, you know, and. The reason why I get to do this podcast, the reason why we get today off, is because people have sacrificed their lives to make this day happen and to make this country so great. So thank you so much, and I hope that you guys spent time this weekend to think about those who sacrificed their lives to put us to where we're at today, because freedom isn't free. All right, let's get into it. Tigers baseball. There's not much going on in Detroit sports other than Tigers baseball. Red Wings haven't announced their coach. Pistons kind of looking at some draft picks, and I've already kind of hammered all who I've wanted for the last, what, two months. Uh, and the Lions, we're just kind of waiting for hard knocks and waiting for some things to come out uh, for the offseason and waiting for preseason football. So let's talk about the Tigers. Look, the Tigers are on this really hard streak right now of a tough schedule at Tampa Bay, at Cleveland, at Minnesota. Then you get Cleveland, then you get Minnesota, then you go to New York. And I've said since the beginning, Look, if we can have ourselves put ourselves in a situation where we're 500 in this streak, I'm going to be back. I'm going to convince myself that we're going to win more than 77 games, which is what I have as a future bet at the very beginning of the season. I'm going to be able to convince myself that we're going to be a 500 baseball team. And we're doing that. We're getting it done. Are we the prettiest at scoring runs? No. And I understand that I'm complaining about that off the backs of seven runs today. But... Can I convince myself that with the best bullpen in the major leagues, I, I genuinely kind of believe, I no, I genuinely believe that the Tigers have the best bullpen in the major leagues. I mean, Lang looks amazing. Soto looks good. Fulmer looks great. I know he had struggled the other day, but he looks great. I, I'm missing a couple guys all the time, but Chafin looks great. I mean, Funkhauser's hurt, but when he comes back, he's going to be, he's always awesome. Uh, when Cicinero comes back, he's going to be great. It's We have a lot of great arms in that bullpen, and it's really looking good because I feel as though when we get to the sixth inning, and if our starting pitching can get to the sixth inning with a just make it there, I feel as though we have a chance, especially if we have the lead. Uh, it just feels good, uh, but then the hitting just isn't there. There's a part of me that's like, you know, Austin Meadows, if he can get over what's going on with him because Vertigo is a very serious deal. If he can figure out how to get back on the baseball field, if Javi Baez can stop swinging at, at just pitches out of the zone, yeah, Javi Baez is never going to do that. That's 
ridiculous. But if Robbie Grossman can piece some, some things together, if Riley Green can come back in a couple weeks and he can start figuring out a rookie year campaign, a rookie of the year campaign, Torgelson can start figuring it out again. I, I feel as though this offense can start really rolling the ball, and all of a sudden we're going to be like an 82 win team, which is all we can really ask for, especially since we've caught the injury bug and we can't hit worth a dang. I just. I'm convincing myself that we're a 500 team, and I'm, I know, I know I'm crazy. I know it. I know it. As long as you, I feel as though as long as I know it, it's okay. Oh, and I forgot Joe Jimenez. He's been fantastic. But look, Tigers, 18-29 as of right now. Did I expect that going into June? No, I didn't. I really didn't. But can we be nine games better than 500 all the rest of the way? Yes, I really genuinely think so. And um, especially with this pitching, I think a lot of things are possible. We're not going to make the playoffs. It's not what I'm saying. I've already crumpled that idea up and thrown it away. But we're just, we just need 500 baseball so that going into next year, we have a little bit extra hope. But yeah, no more other Detroit sports after that because there's just not much going on other than the Tigers baseball because none of us are in the playoffs. And it sucks. I was explaining to somebody the other day. They're like, uh, I was talking to my Minnesota friend. I have a lot of Minnesota fan friends. And they understand what I'm going through. And I was talking, and somebody was like, oh, being a Detroit fan is not as bad as being a uh, Minnesota fan. And they weren't, they don't know sports, you know, that well. But I explained to them, I was like, look, you have to understand that there was one year where each Detroit sports team had a top five pick. And then they stopped talking. Look, just saying. It's been worse than this, and it's getting better. In every single sport. It clearly is. It clearly is getting better. All right. That's it for Detroit sports. Huge weekend over there in Europe. So let's get to it. To my favorite segment. The European Minute starting now. Checo wins Monaco. I'm so happy for him. I love Checo. A couple things about Monaco, though. First off, the race director sucked, and they kind of ruined it at the beginning. I wanted him to race in the rain, but it turns out it was still a fun race because of strategy. They just needed to make the streets wider make and make uh, one of the – there was a turn. You just got to make it a straight just so there's more spaces to pass. Real Madrid wins Champions League. I'm happy for him in the. Uh, I'm happy for him. It's just another one. I I really didn't care about which team won. I mean, they've both won it so many times. I guess I'm rooting for Real Madrid, but not by much. Maybe Liverpool. I don't really care. Um, happy for Real Madrid though. Nottingham Forest wins. Uh, the championship, the English championship playoff to go into the Premier League. And let me tell you something, that is such an electric game every single year. This is a $100 million game. Nottingham Forest, with the ugliest manager, ugliest manager I've ever seen in my life, wins the championship, and they go on to the Premier League, and they gain $100 more million. And that has been your European Minute. I'm serious. Look up Steve. Look him up. Steve Cooper, I think his name is. Steve Cooper of Nottingham Forest. Shout out to my man's Eric who got me into rooting for Burnley and now he's got me rooting for Nottingham Forest because I've got the ugliest manager in the whole entire world. But hey, shout out to that guy. He is go Nottingham Forest, all right? Oh, Pierce, you went over your European minute on Memorial Day and you're wearing a USA t-shirt. You know what? Chill out, okay? All right, going on to the NHL playoffs. Rangers tonight win game seven handedly handedly in Carolina. That was extremely surprising. I predicted I predicted them to make the Stanley Cup Finals for after the last round because, you know, I've screwed it all up from there. But look, 
Rangers, Tampa Bay, Edmonton versus the Avs. Tampa Bay, golly, whoever built that Tampa Bay team has done a real good job. I don't know who built that Tampa Bay team. Whoever did it, I, I'd hire him in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, how do I feel? I feel like after last round, I predicted that it was going to be the Rangers versus Edmonton in the Stanley Cup Finals. And now... Rangers and Edmonton are still alive, but I'm just saying I'm the I'm the underdog in both rounds, and I still feel pretty good about it. I, I think Tampa Bay is so good, and they're so well coached, and they're so experienced. I, I just feel like the Rangers have like this kind of team of destiny thing to them that I don't know. It's just gonna be weird. I feel like they're going to make the Stanley Cup Finals and lose to either Edmonton or the Avs. Whereas if Tampa Bay wins, they could beat Edmonton or the Avs. I just feel like the Rangers are dumb enough to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know why. It's just a dumb thought. There's no basis behind it. I just feel like they can do it. Um, even though Tampa Bay is obviously as good as it gets. But I think they can beat them in seven. I, I, I think the Rangers take them to seven, and I think they beat them in seven. Edmonds versus the Avs. It'll be a very interesting game. I think this will be a very interesting series as well. I think this will also, honestly, I think both series are going to go seven games. Um, and I think Connor McDavid versus Nathan McKinnon is going to be such an interesting matchup. And I think Connor McDavid is so good and so electric that he can carry them also to the Stanley Cup Finals. I think it is going to be Rangers Edmonton. I still like it, and I still like both of those series to go seven. I just think Connor McDavid is so beautiful to watch. He's like it's it's almost like art when he walks onto the ice. He's just so gracious and so beautiful and he always ends up in the right spot it feels like that it's so hard to pick against him. But I think the three best players in the NHL are going to be on the ice in and that in those Western Conference finals. And I think it's going to be hard it's going to be hard for Edmonton to win, but I think they can do it. The problem that Edmonton has is they have that crappy goalkeeper, Smith. But golly, I hope for the state of Canada. God, I'm hoping for the state of Canada that they can win that series. Just so they can make a Stanley Cup Finals. I just need them to make it. Then, the other playoffs, obviously. Game 7 um, on Sunday night. Celtics and Heat in Miami. Celtics always had control of the game except for at the last, what, three minutes when the Heat went on like a 14-0 run. The NBA has a serious problem. Uh, they have a serious, serious problem, especially since they go head-to-head against the NHL in the playoffs. The NHL, they don't have to manufacture close games. I feel as though now the NBA Adam Silver has a serious problem. He needs to go into the he needs to go in and try to figure out how to fix it because the NBA is just blowout city. There hasn't been that game other than the Heat coming back, but they even had to come back from 14 points down, and the Celtics really kind of blew it at the end. I mean, they were turning the ball over. They weren't being smart with the ball. The NBA has a serious problem with the way these games are going. I, I don't know I don't know if it's like making the three-point tougher. Uh, I saw uh, Colin Cowherd talk about getting rid of the corner three. I don't know if that's the answer, but they've got to figure out a way that uh, – there's only one guy who truly cares about the NBA, and that's Scott Foster, who fi- clearly fixes games to make sure they go seven games. I mean, he's he's clearly fixing games to do it. Um, but I'm just saying, it's just... They've got a serious problem. It was, they have a very, very serious problem because it's just not fun to watch. I haven't, I haven't watched it as much as the NHL, and I'm their core demographic. At least I think I am. 
well, everybody thinks they're their core demographic, but I'm just saying it's just the NHL going on right there, and all of those games are pretty good except for tonight against Rangers Carolina. They're all pretty freaking fun to watch. It'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, Celtics always had it in control. They were always gonna. I always, I always, I picked them to win the East. I feel good about them to win the East, but those damn Warriors, man, they're back. Warriors are back, and they're gonna win this stupid series in five or six. They're just so good. I mean, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and now you add Poole. That's pretty freaking good. It's pretty freaking good. They're, they're pretty tough. It's a dynasty. They're, what they've built is a dynasty, and they're going to win in six at the latest. The latest they're going to win in six. Um, yeah, give me give me Warriors in six. Then also, speaking about racing, going back to F1, uh, Indy 500, always a fun race. Great end of the race. Erickson with an absolute masterclass uh, in those last two laps. Um Indy 500, a great race, always fun to watch. Those things are just, I mean, 200, 224 miles an hour, 223 miles an hour. Unbelievable how fast those things go. They're, ah, geez, they're like space, they're like rockets. Spaceships, spaceships in my mind don't really go fast, but how do you get up in the, but they're like rockets, man. Uh, great end of the race. Erickson did all the right things to figure that thing out. Serpentine, 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 and got the inside. What a freaking race and i'd love to go to the indy 500 i've been to the brickyard indy 500 is on the bucket list i wouldn't want to go to the snake pit that snake pit if you didn't watch the indy 500 they have like this concert that's in the middle of the field and like the middle of the grandstand and it's just like whew, everybody's shirtless it just looks terrible i'm sorry it just does it look that's how i knew i got old i was well i looked at the snake pit there's a concert everybody's sweating and everybody's shirtless and i was like that looks miserable and then i looked at myself in the mirror and i was like you're old but yeah back to the point 8500 great race always fun always cool to watch him uh, down the milk that's always a fun time all right college world series college baseball is uh they announced the bracket today i'm obviously let me get my hat on let me get my lsu hat on Beginning of the season, I haven't tweeted about it as much as I I would have liked to, but I've watched all of. I think I think I want to say like, mo, I want to say like most of their games I've watched. I'm a big LSU guy. They can't pitch, which makes them fun. They can hit. They got a lot of. They got some MLB. They got some MLB prospects. Dylan Cruz, who I really really like. They've got uh, Trey Morgan, who I really like, who won SEC. Uh, I think defensive. Did he win defensive player of the year? I think. I who cares? You don't care. Uh, College World Series is here. LSU's in it. I've got ECU as a dark horse, but I've been told by somebody on the team that I'm not allowed to pick them because I'm such a jinx, so I'm not picking ECU as a dark horse. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but I like where LSU is at. I mean, they're playing Southern Miss, and then they play Miami. That If Miami would advance in their uh, in their bracket. I like where LSU's at, and I have them to win the national championship. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But for me, here are the teams that are going to make it to Omaha in my mind. I think Tennessee makes it out. Uh, let me get the bracket out. I have. I think Tennessee's going to make it out. I think they're going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough against Campbell and Texas Tech, but I think they're going to make it out. Then I've got Texas. I think Texas is going to have trouble against Dallas Baptist and obviously Eastern Carolina, but I think Texas figures it out. I think they have the best roster, so I, I really like Texas to get out of there. You never want to pick just all um, 
regional host because there's a couple of teams that figure out a way to get to the uh, Omaha. And those teams are usually kind of a team that has had success in the past and made it to Omaha. Where I like Michigan, I think they're hot. I think they could get out of that Louisville regional. Give me TCU to make it to Omaha out of that little pod. And then give me Florida to beat out uh, Virginia Tech. Um, then on the other side, Stanford's too strong. And I think they've got an easy, I think they have an easy road to the throughout their super regionals. And then, you know, Arkansas started off the year as, number, as the number one team. They have the talent. They have the coach. I like them getting out of their super regional, beating Oklahoma State and beating Georgia or North Carolina. I don't think either of those teams. I think it's down to Arkansas and Oklahoma State to make it out of the super regional. Then, obviously, I've got LSU beating out Miami. Then, uh, in the bottom right, I, Auburn has really not been there. They were kind of surprised to get to, through the regional. I'm hot. Give me UCLA to beat out Auburn and give me Vandy and Oregon State. Give me Oregon State, but give me UCLA to beat Oregon State. Those are my teams to make the College World Series. And you know what? God, if LSU would just make it to the national championship, I might make that flight. I might. No, I'm not. No, I'm not because the Tigers are going to be here in Arizona. I'm not going to be able to make it. But look, LSU, I need you. I need you. Make a run, baby. Make Just make one run for me. Make one run for me. All right, final thoughts. I alluded to it earlier. I just got back from a wedding. I was in Omaha for a wedding. And they did an overbooking. And they had they had a deal. My, my wife and I got $1,200. $1,200. There's going to be somebody here that's actually going to care about this. Because in... Just because, like, everybody loves a good deal. Let me tell you something. $1,200 between the two of us. Just telling you. Take that deal. And we were only, like, we only had to be booked an hour later. Just saying. Just saying. It's a good deal. We got it. We got very blessed. Now we're going to fly to Hawaii for free. So, look. If I can do it, you can do it, too. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. Happy start of summer. Let's have a good summer, right? We got a lot of things planned in June. Let's have a great summer. God bless. Go Detroit Sports.